What up, what up, y'all? It's Mr. Al Pete, musician, hip-hop artist, DJ, actor, host, podcaster, motivator, and cousin's best friend. This is my personal podcast where I speak on different happenings with me, my thoughts, goals, struggles, triumphs, shoes, adidas, baby, music, tie-fire rice, Twitter, whatever. You might get an appearance from good old Kip Monroe. <laughs> Mr. Peterson's Neighborhood, Clear Visions, to the top, y'all. What's happening? What's happening, everybody? What's happening, everybody? It is Mr. Allen, Mr. Al Pete, Clear Visions podcast, hosted by me and myself, Mr. Al Pete. Hopefully, everybody is doing well. We are doing some, uh, <laughs> I'm still in beta mode, man. Um, if you have been following me on any of my socials, you should know that I've been trying to, like, get things going on a new tip. So, I've just been kind of figuring things out myself. YouTube, university, you already know how they go. So, I'm doing this live. This will actually be an audio as well. But I feel like I just want to do some, um, you know, some some new innovative stuff for the for the MPN thing. So um, first off, I want to give the rundowns of Mr. Peters' neighborhood. Make sure you go to mpn-lc.com. Go there and check out the podcast network. Um, yeah, just the, just the, just the good stuff that's going on over there. We uh, post content as well. We post new music, new videos, uh, photographer uh, photographers. Um, I got another segment I'm working on, but when I get that segment going, it's going to be great. So, um, real quick before we go forward, I just want to make sure that everybody hears me. Let's see. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Oh, yeah, sounds great. Sounds great. Let me get back to it. So, nevertheless, um, we want to do the podcast and we want to do more videos for it. And um, with the podcast crew, we've been working on uh, a blunted conversation working on a shit talk no fragrance uh and we're going to be doing some stuff with uh uh, strong friend check-in and all everybody else as well that's on the network so make sure you go to uh mpn-lc.com and check that stuff out and um also make sure y'all go to mrpete.com and check me out there as well um got all the information the music all everything i got going on make sure you follow me on instagram and twitter at mrpete and follow me on Facebook at Al Pete. So, um, this episode here, um, I, I I don't have a title for it. I think I want to call it "Black Man and Proud," but I want to bring one of my my brothers with me, man. Um, we uh, we are graduates of uh, <laughs> we are graduates, man. We are graduates and um, graduates of two thousand and twenty. So uh, he can, he can, you can unmute yourself, Mister Sir. I tell you, I mean, I'm still doing the introductions. So don't say nothing yet. <laughs> so, um, this is my man's right here, man. I, I've been knowing um, Tony Maserati for a, a, a great minute, just doing a lot of good stuff around the, uh, around the, the, the way, around Jacksonville, Florida. Um, so I felt it was great for me and him to have a conversation, being the fact that both of us received our, our bachelor's degrees for 2020. Um, I received mine in communication and media. He received his in uh, information technology with a concentration on web security. So um, I just wanted to talk to him about it, man, and just, you know, just kind of celebrate um, both of us, man, because I remember back in, the, you know, back in the, uh, a while back, probably two years ago, when he said uh, he wanted to, you know, go back and, and get to school. Uh, and this is after I got my AA degree. So, um now we're here. We have the degrees, uh, proud graduates or whatnot. So I want to um, 
introduce first off my man Tony Maserati. What's happening, Tony? What's going on, man? What's good, man? What's good, man? Happy to be here, man. Let me give you some applause. This old... <laughs> hey, man, Man, you know, I got the dab on there with the black graduate. <laughs> oh man, word! You know what? I, you know what was funny? When I was trying to set mm-hmm. everything up, I thought that um, I was like, man, I need to get my, you know, my my stole and stuff like that. But I don't even have my cap, my cap yet. They will be sending us some stuff, man. But I was like, I, I feel like Tony gonna come on the camera and. <laughs> and rock it or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I left it, man. I've been rocking. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I've been so proud, man. I've been wearing it too. Uh, I even wore it to the store one time. Wore it to get some gas, man. There's a lot of people that's actually doing that since the opportunity to walk has been taken away from so many people. So a lot of people just been walking the city with their stuff on, man. And I honestly don't blame them. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I'm I'm, I'm taking after you. I didn't I didn't think about doing it, but um. I saw you. I saw you do it. I saw that you say, you know, all summer you're going to rep. And I was just like, listen, I'm, I'm going to rep with you, my brother. I'm going to rep with you hard, too. So, you know, I'm gonna, when I start going to the gas station or going to the grocery store, I'm going to have to have my stuff on for sure. Hey, man. Yeah, sir. You got to, man. Like I say, that walk, man, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's something. I mean, even though we missed it, we still got the degrees. But, you know, that's something special, man, especially for your family. So you got to walk everywhere with it. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Okay, so um, let me just do uh, the small bio thing. First off, he's a, a, a fellow cancer brother. He's a, with cancers in the house. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Um, he graduated from Reigns, Reigns High. I was, I was going to do the boo thing, being the fact that, you know, I am a proud Trojan, but we're we're in the same family, man. We're in the same family yeah, on that. But he's uh, from uh, Reigns High. Um, he's definitely a suicide prevention advocate and survivor. And he's, like I said before, a newly uh, graduate of Florida State College at Jacksonville. So, uh, Mr. Tony Maserati. And, um, yeah, man, thank you so much, man, for doing this, man. Hey, man. Thank, bro, thank you for actually having me, man, because, I mean, you know, Every time somebody invites, you know, me to a podcast or something locally, little sometimes naturally, nationally, I mean, it's appreciated, man, because, you know, with the platform that you have and that you also build, and it's important that we support each other, man, because, like I said, we're going to look back years from now at these recordings, man, and show our kids and show where your podcast started at. And then, of course, we're going to speak it in existence. It's going to take off and be the biggest one worldwide soon. Thank you, so, man. Hey, thank you. You know what I'm saying? It's a blessing, and thank you. Yeah. So, um, like I said, this is just uh, – I sent you a reference, but I just definitely yeah. wanted to have, like, a uh, you know, a conversation, man. So, yeah. first off, like, how does it feel, brother? How does, how does it feel for you to be, you know what I'm saying, a graduate? I know it means a lot. Um, you know, I, I see your post. We've talked about it, but you know, letting mm-hmm. the people know, like, like, how do you feel? Like, what, what, what feelings are there? You know, for you graduating, man. With me, man, it's a feeling. It's a, it's a feeling. Honestly, man, of just accomplishment, man. Because educational wise, you know, I'm 37 years old, you know, and I dropped out of college when I first went. So, you know, it feels, it, in my opinion, man, it just feels like. It feels like it's a it's a weight off your shoulder because I've always carried that burden of me not finishing something that I started and that's something that I hate to do. And I also had made a promise to my parents that I was going to graduate college. And, you know, I didn't at first, but I mean, it feels more like a, a burden off the shoulders. But yet also, you know, also just like, you know, I did it. 
I mean, it's just it's kind of undescribable, even though you're 37 and you're getting at a late age. Mm-hmm. It's undescribable, man. And it just kind of, you know, make it seem, you know, coming from a background of a lot of depression when I was struggling with suicide and things of that nature. You know, it's it's just a bright light for me, man. It's a beautiful thing. Right, man. Right. Definitely a good feeling, man. You mentioned the family part, too. Uh that's, that's that's something for me that was uh, on my top list. I, I feel like the the reasons why I went back to school and, and got my degree um, was definitely my family. Um, I really wish my grandma could have seen me walk across the stage. You know, made she rest in peace. But um, you know, I I I'm, I know my mom. I I, I joke off all, all the time and I say I, I put ten years on my mama life. You know what I'm saying for. For getting that degree, you know what I'm saying. So it's definitely a family thing. Um, um, of course, you know, sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just knowing that you did it, you know what I'm saying. Like I think about the the years that you know we had, to, you know, we we work jobs, uh, we yeah. have families and stuff like that. So for us to be able to accomplish this goal, like, definitely gives me, and I'm sh- definitely you gives you a pride, a sense of pride mm-hmm. to walk. You know what I'm saying? With you, you know, with your chest up a little higher, and um. Yeah. And of course, you know, the career aspect of it, you know what I'm saying? You want to get further into the career part. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's let's talk about your degree and, and what you, you know, what you went for is information technology. Correct me, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming that's IT work, right? Like IT? Yeah. yeah I never man. knew, I never knew IT meant like information technology. <laughs> Hey, don't feel bad. I was in the I was in the program for about two years before I actually even knew what IT meant, and wow. that was like it, it made my classmates laugh. I was sitting there, they was like, "Yeah, man, IT." I was like, "You know what? What does IT mean?" They're like, "Tony, it's the information technology." I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> I said, God dang, I didn't know either." But you know, my degree is in information technology management, but with a strong focus in IT security, and basically, man. You know, I'm pretty much the 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 internet police, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty much what we are. We um work with major companies around the world, um, from Facebook to Twitter, Instagram, and we're the people that pretty much catch the hackers. I mean, if you really want to know the truth, we're honestly nothing but nothing but hackers ourselves, but we're ethical hackers. Right. So you know, they kind of have to train us how they train the criminals that actually do the illegal hacking. And they train us to pretty much catch them, but we do have to learn their skills. So um, it's it's quite an exciting field because it actually changes every five minutes. Um, the, the demand for it is real high right now, especially with everything that's going on in the world and everybody switching to online platforms. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's real fun. And I mean, it's real challenging too. learning all these codes and you dealing with all these kids that sit in the house and do nothing but try to steal people's passwords and stuff. But wow. I mean, that's pretty much what it entails, man. It's really exciting. Okay. So does, is this, is this like with a particular companies or is it like a overall thing? Cause like, so like I, I knew somebody that was in my class that uh she told us that she worked for Facebook. So, mm-hmm. and she was basically doing the patrolling of that. So is it, do you, I mean, do you, is it like a job you apply for? Is it something that they kind of like ease you into? Is it training in different type of sectors? How does that work? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you really just apply for jobs, man. I mean, you apply for jobs and they base it off your degree and your certifications, too, that you have. Um, the one thing that's interesting about our degree is uh, the certifications that you have to get after the degree. Um, they're actually 
honestly just as hard, but you know, also, you know, can add on like twenty, thirty thousand dollars on your salary. So you apply for the jobs. Every everything has an IT security department from Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's just something that people don't look for. When Dixie, Publix, uh, JSO, I have a friend that actually works for JSO and Cybercrimes, uh, came from FSCJ as well. So it's across every platform, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, anybody that has something that's online, they have an IT security department. And um, they need that, you know, patrolling to make sure that somebody's not hacking into their servers or anything of that nature. And, um, you know, that's what we come in at. Gotcha. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So my next point, um, I, I just want to be, you know, share our, our backgrounds in regard. Before we said we're going to go back to school. So um, sure. for me, um, I went to Savannah State. <clears throat> came, You know, I went to Rebar, came out in 97, went to Savannah State for a minute. Um, I came back home to you know raise my my son, and yeah. I, I I was in and out of school, uh, you know taking classes, but you know you know being a parent, you know you got to focus on that. So um, within that period of time, I you know I started uh, got into the music industry with the hip hop artists, then uh, the DJ and the DJ and really really picked up, and then I uh, got to a point where I was like, all right, cool, well, I need to you know what I'm saying like. You know, I, I mean, granted, I love DJing, but I don't want to be DJing like forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, share your story, like what you know. I I knew you on your profile. It had like FAMU, and I know you spoke of FAMU before we spoke. But explain, mm-hmm. like you know where where that comes from. Like you know, you went to FAM. Did you know? Did you? I guess. Yeah. You, well, man, with me, man. Um, I graduated from Reigns out of um, class two thousand, and it was like I went to FAM. I was on a little track scholarship. And, um, you know, I pretty much had aspirations, man, you know, to go to the Olympics, one Olympic gold medal, all that good stuff, man. And I got the fam you. And before I left, I think it was uh, February 12th, uh, 2000, um, my brother, Timothy Sean Washington, was actually murdered like the week before my first high school track meet of my senior year. And um, I was highly recruited coming out of range during that era. And, um, you know, after my brother was murdered, um, it was kind of like a lot of things kind of went downhill for me before I even got the family. Right. And so going to family that fall, following all that, dealing with murder trials and everything, I kind of went in unfocused, to be honest with you. I went in unfocused and it was really more of a, you know what, brother just got killed, man. Let me let me get out of Jacksonville. And let me just go ahead and try to pursue something bigger, you know. So it, it was heading to a little Cinderella story, all that good stuff. But it kind of went downhill, man, because I could never focus from track and field on to academically. I could never focus, man. So I stayed up there for, I think, about three years, man. And then I left, ended up coming back home. And, uh, you know, through networking and everything, you know, I was blessed to get into a job to where I actually supposed to have a degree. So, um, you know, I was networked pretty good. I networked myself and networked my family, got a pretty good job here. Right. And I was a products director at uh, Yates Family YMCA, which is now Winston Family YMCA on uh, Riverside now. And, um, you know, things was going good, man. And throughout that time, from 2000 to 2003, once I left fam, I just got on focus. And then, you know, I kind of found myself just you know, spiring downhill. And so 
I started to go back to school, I'll say back in like 07 or 08, but then, you know, I got into uh, promotions. That's kind of where, you know, the promotions came in. And, you know, it was something that, you know, I was good at. And I started doing that. And, you know, I really, you know, enjoyed it, still enjoy it to this day. Right. And, you know, you know, I just kind of just hung around doing that. But in the back of my mind, I was always good. Well, I was always good with computers. I always found myself playing around with computers. I was always, you know, the one to install stuff, you know, just kind of like the, the bootleg computer guy, basically. Right. And uh, I just, you know, found myself in a position to career-wise, I could never move up. And then, you know, that networking can only take you so far. So find myself, I couldn't move up. Everybody was saying degree this, degree that. And, you know, I was on a, it's just a piece of paper type, you know, mode for a while. And then I was like, man, you know what? I, I think I need to go back to school. But I was embarrassed to go because I was getting older. So I honestly started reading a lot. And, you know, I started reading, you know, books about discipline, books about, you know, building yourself back up, mm-hmm. you know, recovering, things of that nature. And then I kind of hit spiral again because in 2011, uh, you know, that's when I uh, tried to uh, commit suicide twice. And I found myself into like a deep depression. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I kind of had to re-motivate myself. So it literally took me to about almost 2015 <laughs> just to, you know, get remotivated. And, you know, my family came along and, you know, you get a different inspiration when you become, you know, a family man, you get your family all involved and everything, man. So um, after that, man, I can't lie to you now. And this is where you come in. Okay. <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, chilling on Facebook one day, I was already thinking about going to school. And then I saw you post a picture of your graduation. And then I was sitting, I was like, wait a minute. Al Pete was in college this whole time and didn't, and I didn't even know. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, Al Pete was in school yeah. and I graduated. I'm like, wait a minute, man. And, you know, at that time, I started taking some classes. I had kind of took that step to get back in. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I was like, man, you know what? This is a man that, you know, come from similar area that I, that I do, similar business, things of that nature. I was like, man, that, that post, when I saw you post your graduation picture, I was like, man, you know what? Okay, that's when I really got focused because, you know, I wasn't on the dean's list, no 4.0 GPA, none of that stuff was there yet. I was actually making like a, I think at the time, I had like a 2.3, something like that. I was just pretty much just getting by. Yeah. And I tell you, man, when I saw you, you know, post your graduation picture, that kind of put in my mind that, hey, man, you know what? This is possible. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is possible and this is something I can do, man. So, my story a little extended how I got back in and how I kind of fell out. But, you know, that's pretty much the groundwork, man. And, of course, you know, to fulfill the uh, promise to my parents, but also myself, too, man, uh, to better myself and to put myself in a better position in life. Yeah. And I'm doing something that I actually like to do. Because when I was at FAM, my major was criminology. I don't even know why I picked that, bro. I think I picked it because it sounded good. <laughs> and at, the time, at the time, bro, CSI and all that stuff was coming out, man. But, I mean, I found something that I liked, found something that I was good at, man. And, you know, seeing black men like yourself, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, reading and constantly just putting positivity in myself, man, it got me back in, man. And I'm sitting on the phone with you as a graduate. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Listen, listen, when... Whenever we, I'm telling you, I don't care if it's Christmas, I don't care if it's uh, Thanksgiving next year. We yeah. celebrate, brother. We we we, we have celebrate. to do a toast. 
Um, I see the I see the cigar flow, so I'm I'm, I'm at the grab. Listen, we we gonna make it work, man, because we definitely need to uh, celebrate what both of us have done, and and I appreciate yeah. that honor, man. Like you know, I just I ain't gonna I didn't I'm not gonna say that I was. You know, when you told me, you was like, man, I'm, I'm getting back in school. And every, and it was like, when you got back in school, when you was doing it, it was just cool to see that. I mean, you know, that I was that that inspiration for you to, you know what I'm saying, to do that. And, and um, that's that's something for me that's going to roll. Well, we rolling into the next part as far as being a black man and having a degree. But, like, just seeing another black man in that atmosphere doing the same thing that I was doing outside of just being a uh, uh uh, you know what I'm saying, a citizen, a black citizen guy, or outside of being a parent and all that other stuff, but just seeing mm-hmm. another guy, like, going for the same goal that, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. that I was going for. I think that was very inspirational, man, and um, it was just great, man, and, and I, I just love the conversations we was having when we jumped back yep. in all the way to now, you know what I'm saying? Like, we sitting here now saying, okay, yeah, we graduates, you know what I'm saying? We actually got our degrees. And I think that's just good for black men to actually, like, you know, inspire each other and and show love yeah. like that. So that's my meaning yeah. in regards to the, uh, being a black man with a degree. That's part of it. What's your uh, what's your what's your take on that? I mean, being a black man with a degree, man, right now. I mean, you we I think we have a we're living. Our generation was different. I think what they call us millennials now. We're millennials, and you got the generation coming behind us. And um, I think. And this is just me. I think our generation was a little more was a little more understanding of reality from like dealing with rap music. You know, me, I ain't gonna see, I just finished listening to Jesus talking about selling all types of bricks and all types of good stuff. But yet I'm sitting here literally, you know, about to get started on some homework. I think that having a degree as a black man, especially a black man that that's actually, you know, has a little following locally and a little bit statewide like ourselves. It, it lets people know, especially the younger generation, that, hey, you know what I'm saying? It can be done. And also, too, man, us getting in positions to actually help the people that's going to come behind us, the future youth that's going to come behind us. Because now, I mean, you know, we're in positions now to where we can reach a little higher, get into leadership roles, get into director's roles, things of that nature. And when other black men try to come up, kind of like how me and you was, we can help uplift them and get them in the positions as well. You know what I'm saying? From an employment standpoint, but from a, you know, mental and people seeing it, I think, you know, black men, we have to, we have to be a little more visual with this stuff right here. Yeah. Like when I wore my cap and gown gas station, right? I wore it to the gas station. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, now you're lie to you. I was a little tipsy. I was a Friday night. I was having a good little time. <laughs> some gas man i had on the stove i had on my cap yeah and so what's going on everybody knows why people would be riding around town with their stuff on because they they can't walk but it was a it was this uh a young african-american girl she had a kids with her and the kid in the car he literally looked and it was like oh mama he graduated and then she looked at him he was like yep baby and you gonna graduate too from college and high school and it, it was a small, very small moment, but the kids saw a grown black man. You know, I got a little car with rims, all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? It looked good when I shine them up. You know what I'm saying? But they saw me getting out of a car with rims, like kind of like the typical stereotypical stereo, uh, stereotype that they have. But yet, I didn't get out with a gold chain and gold teeth and stuff like that. I got out with a cap on and a graduation stone. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it was something different, you know what I'm saying? And the good kids was actually excited. And so that's the type, those little small moments, man, can stick with a young person, especially being a black graduate. Yeah. I mean, so it's, it's important for us, man. Education is the key. And I also tell some kids, man, you know, you got the trades that you can do. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? The, the degrees that you can pursue. And, you know, the black man these days, we have to make sure that, you know, we're portrayed in, you know, a positive light that's actually truthful because all of us not thugs, all of us not rappers, all of us not on the corner trying to do bad stuff. It's a lot of us. And I mean, a lot of us that are trying to better ourselves. Yeah. Um, and, and, and to speak on that stereotype, man, like even as a DJ, you know, I mean, you know, I'm I'm very comfortable with where I, I sit at when it comes to me being a musician, a DJ, and I understand like how hip hop has this uh, stereotype, that label. You know what I'm saying? When you think of hip hop, a lot of yeah. people just automatically think black man. You know what I'm saying? Especially with like mm-hmm. me growing my hair out the way it is now. Like I'm totally yeah. stereotypical. But I thought mm-hmm. about that before. Like I kind of jumped back in school. I was like, you know, I'm always gonna I'm always gonna have this stereotype on me regardless if i have eight degrees but nevertheless the fact that i have have my degree and i actually made effort to go back and get it i was like yeah we can break that narrative or whatever and and i really wanted to strive to do that as in regards to being a black man you know what i'm saying like that was one of my main things to do with the degree of course i want to do more with it but just having that that stereotype on you and that and it, it kind of shake off a little bit that you got the degree, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, like that, that works. And then and then another point too, I want to bring up that you mentioned, you know, it's a whole generation that we have to, you know, that we need to employ and 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 give information to and stuff like that. Like I tell a lot of my friends, I'm like a lot of a lot of the. Um, well, the, the generation that's here now, it's a full-fledged generation that's effective right now. They've been effective yeah. for three to five years now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, on the, on, the, mm-hmm. on the other side of three years. And even before we even went back to school, like, me and you were employing people. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we yeah. put people in positions and, and we showed that that role. And every time we've dealt with each other, you know, a lot of stuff that we couldn't really do because it's just my schedule and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But nevertheless, mm-hmm. you always came to me and showed me that you know what I'm saying? That dignity when it came to the, you know, and you know, being employed and just basically having mm-hmm. stuff together. So I think that's yeah. a very good thing too, as well, in regards to us being black men to be able to show other blacks that, hey, you know, we can employ people and we can do stuff legit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Entrepreneurship, man. Entrepreneurship, I mean, like I said, for sure. Yeah, before these, before these degrees and everything came, man. And to this point, you know, we both still on that tip right there, man. I mean, you know. It, it shows, man, that, you know, hey, while you're also working on your personal business, like you have the DJ Al Pete brand, I have the Tony Maserati brand, things of that nature, you also can pursue your education. Because like you said, we were doing all this with full-time jobs, kids, and also going to school full-time mm-hmm. at the same time, man. And so it's like it shows other black men that you can actually work on multiple goals. Mm-hmm. You don't have to just be focused on one thing and not trying to say pull yourself different directions, but you can. You have the strength and the power if you can maintain that discipline and actually you know, stay focused and actually know what you want. You know, you can still do it, man, because even with the degrees, you know, my goal still to this very moment is to own my own nightclub. You know what I'm saying? Right now, I got a small partnership at one, but that's still the ultimate goal. But yet that didn't stop me from pursuing, you know, something I like to do, which is, you know, IT. Yeah, which which plays a major role when it comes to uh to the entertainment world. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, 
Yeah, to the entertainment world, the IT department. I mean, even with my degree, when it comes to the communication aspect of it, like I felt like um, in regards to um, our type of entertainment, the entertainment that we're that we're in, yeah. let alone uh, black, you know, black media. Yeah. I felt like it was a void. I felt like it was a void for that. I remember before I went back to school, like I was talking to a couple of friends, and you know, I I, I had already said, okay, I'm going back to school, but I don't think I had started like. My, the program yet, but I told him, I was like, you know, it's a void that we have when it comes to hip hop artists, DJs, photographers, you know, the art scene or whatever. There's no, there's no full fledged like media presence. And I was like, we need to find a way to, we need to find a way to get that happening. You know, BT yep. and them are not running down here. So I was like, well, if I got to do it, then I'm just going to go ahead and, and legit go and get my degree and really understand, even though I was in it, and a lot of stuff that I learned getting my degree, I, I already knew and dabbled in, but I always went in with an open mind and like, let me just go in here and get this information and then get back out and then put it back into my community, which like this platform that we're doing right now, like we need more of these type of conversations. We need this type of uh, illustration when it comes to people. People can watch it and be like, okay, cool. So um, that's that was my 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 part as far as being a, a black man, another point as far as being yeah. a black man, understanding yeah. the, the void in, in, in the, the sector or in the community or whatever, and then being like, okay, let's change it. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Another point, man, too, about the, you know, with the, with, you know, the, uh, the route I took as far as, you know, information technology and IT security. Uh, when I first walked into that classroom, man, if I'm not mistaken, it's no more, I think it was about maybe 34 people in that class. It was only two black guys in that class. Everyone else was from a different background. And, you know, we were the only two in that class. So that kind of hit me too as well, you know, when I first walked in. Cause like my first day walking into FSCJ as a black man, I think I was probably like 34 at the time or something like that. When I first walked in there, you know, I work at U of Health now in administration. So I had on my work suit because I was actually going straight from work to class. Mm -hmm. And I walked in, I dropped my papers, walking in the door, and I stopped to pick up my papers. Another young lady and another guy came to help me out. And they was like, hey, professor, how you doing? Yeah, let us let us help you get your stuff up, man. We, we definitely was excited to meet you. And then I looked up. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, I'm I'm, I'm not the professor. <laughs> I was like, I'm the student. And it was, hey, man, you know, they they felt so bad. But then again, it was just like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm in my 30s, you know. Yeah. But not professor, man. And that, that was a moment right there. I laughed it off. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, it was interesting, man. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, you know, I'm, I'm 40. So, you know what I'm saying? Me getting my degree at 40, you know, I, mm -hmm. you know, I, you know, I went in class, man, and um, I think I might have had that feeling like once or twice where I was like, it wasn't an embarrassment in regards to like, I mean, because, you know, a majority of the people that's in the class is, you know, 20-year-old kids and stuff like that. Then you might have a, a, a couple of people that's, you know, 40, 50, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, you kind of dead in the middle, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, but I never had that, 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 uh, that, that weird, weird feeling like, darn, I feel out of place. You know what I'm saying? I just felt, you know, but maybe, but I have a different as a different outlook on that type of thing. Like, I just feel like I don't care if you 21 years old or 60 years old, like we all can stand to learn and be in, yep. be in, be in positions where we need, we can learn and, and better our lives. You know, it is, it is, it isn't a time, a, a time period where that happens. 
So mm-hmm. yeah, every single day you got to get better, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. yeah, yeah. Very true. So, um, do you have any like in you know in regards to the the pandemic, um, and the fact that we didn't we wasn't able to walk, like physically walk. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any hiccups on that? I have hiccups on it, but I'll let you speak on it first. Yeah, uh, me, man, to be honest with you, I look at it like this. I watch them make accommodations for a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm talking about for people getting food and everything. And I do understand that food is a much more important necessity because people need to eat, of course. But I've watched a lot of people make make uh make make exceptions, you know what I'm saying? Things of that nature. And I, I kind of feel that. With the type of venues that like the, the you know, the Boston Arena, all that stuff, the Jaguar Stadium, I just kind of feel that if they would have put forth a better effort, they could have had a social distancing and things of that nature. But I do understand at the beginning of the pandemic, it was a lot less, it was a lot more stuff that was more unknown than now. Because it was a high school that just graduated uh, down in Palm Coast. They had them six feet apart. Everybody had to have on a mask. You know, they, they did the accommodations. But, I mean, that moment, you know, being able to walk, I mean, it wasn't – everybody have their opinion. Some people sit up there and say, hey, well, you got the degree. That's all what matters. I mean, in my opinion, man, you know, I wanted my parents to be able to, to see that moment because I'm, I'm, I'm a first-generation yeah. grad. My brothers and sisters did not graduate. I'm the first of their children. And another unique thing about me was – I have a niece. Uh, her name is Amari. She was actually born the next day after my brother was uh, the next day after my brother was murdered, which was their first grandchild. Mm. Believe it or not, she was graduating from FSCJ the same time. Oh, so y'all would have been walking together, yeah. Yep, wow. it would have been their it would have been their first their son and their grandchild. So the generational curse was broke for the next two generations at one time. And so, you know, that was a moment I wish my parents would have been able to see, especially since both of them are still here. But, you know, I got mixed emotions about it. I just kind of feel that, you know, if we would have waited a little later with more information about the COVID-19 and a more better way to fight it, we could have made some better accommodations. I do understand that the time we were supposed to graduate was a lot of unknowns. But yet, you know, I still want to walk to this day. If they could tell me I can walk in December, I would be really like front and center. <laughs> you know what? And I'm gl- I'm glad you're saying that because honestly speaking, like as as the time go by for me, I was just like, you know, it's kind of wearing off. I mean, it, it's it's already bad enough that we have to do this uh, alternative type of celebration. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, after a while, I, I mean, as the days go by, I'm just like. All right, all right, all right, cool, cool, cool. And it's almost like I'm kind of coping with it. But to hear you saying that if it if, if it happens in December, you know what I'm saying, you're going to do it, it just gives me more energy to do it as well, brother. Like, I, I mean, I'd be right there. Because, I, I mean, we deserve it. We, we, yeah. we deserve it. We deserve to walk. And granted, like you said, I understand completely what's going on. I understand what they're doing. I, I get it. I get it social distancing but i just saw online i want to say it's uh like two schools in duval uh did that and i think somebody just posted bishop kennedy had their graduation yeah i mean so so it's kind of like you know the accommodations the effort i think that's what more upset me because at first they said that all right it's postponed and i'm like okay 
I can deal with that. I'm not one of these people who like, man, you know, help COVID-19. Working in healthcare, I understand the seriousness of it. Mm-hmm. But then when I saw that it was canceled, and then I also saw that accommodations was made for other people, it was just like, look, you know, some people really don't care if you don't even do it this summer. You know what I'm saying? We can do it at a later date. And I mean later, like December, and you can still, you know, have that opportunity because a lot of people don't know FSCJ only does one commencement ceremony a year. Right. So they could, they moved it, you know, to December to just go ahead and accommodate it. Because, you know, virtually, I can graduate virtually. Me and you can actually get on Facebook Live like we're doing right now, throw our hats on and, you know, God bless America. You know, you know, I was planning. You know, I was actually planning that, brother. I mean, well, I was, I thought about it. I was planning about it, but I was like, man, because mm-hmm. it's like about three or four other of our our colleagues, man, that 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 got their degrees too, man. And yeah, I thought about that for sure. I thought about it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like it's like, but you know, I appreciate that effort. I just think they just could have done a little bit more. Especially with what we're seeing happening right now. I mean, for God's sake, Disney World even about to open July 11th. So I'm like, wow, y'all could have pushed this back to August. Yeah, and you know, we could have been outside in the stadium. You know, you could have reached out to one of the Jags owners or something like that. And I'm pretty sure they would have happily accommodated it. But you know, it's one of them things that it is what it is, man. And you know, I'm still blessed and still thankful and grateful to actually, you know, have the degree. Yeah. Same here, same here. I uh, like I said, I try to, you know, I I just have mixed feelings as well, cause yeah. I, like I mean, like so for me, I I I said uh, I told somebody I was like, I feel like I was like, my community, well, my family needs to see me walk, you know, my friends need to see me walk, but I was like, the community need to see me walk. Yes, I feel yeah. I was I was like, the people, the people that that really like that you know follow me and support me and everything that i do mm-hmm. even with you tony like you know the people yep. that follow you and, and know us they need to they needed yep. to see us like physically walk mm-hmm. across that stage you know what i'm saying and granted you know we we like i said we have our degrees we don't have to debate it or nothing like that at all but i just felt like if people can put their eyes on the fact that we walk across yeah. that stage i just felt like it would have been very monumental for like the the, the communities that we serve you know Mm-hmm. Kids need to see that, man. I mean, it just especially with what's going on and with the power of social media right now. I mean, people just need to see that, man. So hey, I already told myself, I said at least once every two weeks, I'm doing a little photo shoot in a couple weeks. I say, hey, I'm gonna post my pictures and I'm gonna make sure that hey, you know, I celebrate, man, because it's it's a blessing. Even though we didn't get, you know, the walk, it's it's still a blessing. It's still a beautiful thing, and um, you know. Hey, that's what we're gonna use social media for. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, and it's and it's funny that you know it, you know you got IT and then I got communications, so you yeah, know them things them things work hand in hand. You know, <laughs> like seriously, man, we will figure it out and, and to make it worldwide, man. But I also. I like the efforts that they're doing, you know, to make it virtually and everything, even though it's, you know, of course it's not the same, but I mean, you know, you never know, man. They might call us back next year when they do the commencement ceremony and say, hey, all y'all come back. I don't know how they're going to do it, but, you know, even if they did that, I would actually be like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yo, one thing that um that was brought to my attention, um, somebody was saying that, uh, you know, you know how people be like, oh, well, at least you got your graduation, you know, you got your, your, your degree, that's what matters. 
And then you have the other people that's like, well, at least you have a story to tell. You know what I'm saying? To your, you know, for years to come and stuff like that. So when I was told that, I thought about it. I was like, man, you know, I actually can, like, go and speak about this. You know what I'm saying? I think... I think that's a def that's that's a that's a resume uh adder for me and for you you know what I'm saying for us to go and like share our experiences and how we dealt with it et cetera et cetera and you know probably put a little more inspiration in these kids you know here to say hey you know regardless of whatever you got going on like like you know you made it work so you know I, I look at it like that you know those type of things um I remember um, another friend of mine was like man you went through you you got your degree during the pandemic and I, and, I, and I was like I didn't even think about yeah. that like I didn't think like and that was our last semester right that was our last semester yeah so, taking final exams and everything my final exams got moved and at the time a lot wasn't known about COVID so this one, you know the you know the conspiracy theories and everything was out. I'm like, man, I'm gonna freaking die yeah. before I can even finish my day. My right, day. right. <laughs> yeah, it was stressful out there. Them professors, they was not playing. They were still holding you accountable for taking that final. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. My, uh, yeah, my professor was like, you know, she was like, yeah, I understand what's going on. Da, da, da. You know, if it's like if you're going through like a severe situation, please let us know and we'll work something out. Yeah, but. I need you to finish that final exam. And then it just make it like, well, you're home anyway. You might as well. You got all the time in the world. And, yeah. and, I, and I hate that people had that mentality, but the professor was like, well, you know, y'all sitting at home really kind of waiting and not knowing what's going on. The most, the least, you know, the least you could do is do the work. So that's, <laughs> that's yeah, a lot of that's pressure. <laughs> and they didn't know that some of us, though, you know, that's, you know, in our age, we're working. You know what I'm saying? And especially working in healthcare, like, you know, working at UF Health being the only trauma one in North Florida, it really hit the fan, you know, in, in that arena, you know what I'm saying? That uh, In that uh, arena. And I mean, it was stressful for us, man. And, you know, sometimes we was there for an extended amount of hours. We had to think of a whole new plan. So, and also having kids doing, you know, just, just times like this, man. I mean, school was canceled because, you know, my kids are young. I have a two-year-old and a five-year-old. So they got pulled out of school. Uh, my daughter got pulled out of daycare. And it was just like, oh, crap. I got to figure out how somebody going to watch them. You know what I'm saying? So, but, yeah. you know, worked it out, man. And, you know, the blessings of God, man, we was able to, you know, to you know pull through it, man. And hopefully this pandemic and stuff, you know, kind of, you know, toned down with all the new information that's coming out about it. Yeah. And and let me, let me add another uh Thank you as well mm -hmm. to you, brother, about, uh, I mean, you know, working in, in, in the health healthcare field, you know what I'm saying? And being, you know, being in a, in that field or whatever, and being um, very tentative of people's lives or whatever. So personally, I want to thank you for, you know what I'm saying? For being in that position or whatever. So. Yeah, man. Thank you, man. It's, 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 it's a, it's a blessing, but it, it, when you when you see it firsthand, like being at the hospital every day, man, I mean, it kind of gives you a little more encouragement. It was scary at first, but now that we have a better understanding of it, I mean, it's it's pretty cool, man. And to all the nurses and anybody that's listening, I'll go back and, you know, play this podcast again, man. Thanks to all the nurses, doctors, and a lot of people forget the EVS workers. Those are the janitors, the the customer service reps, like all these people play a part in the hospital and even the people who work at the grocery stores. I mean, all of a sudden, it's crazy how things changed. All these people became like some of the most important people in the world to us, man. So, you know, thank y'all for everything that y'all done during this time, man. Y'all might play this back 20 years from now, 10 years from now, but understand, man, those people 
those little people that sometimes we forget about, man, played some of the biggest roles during this time. Yeah, straight up. And shots out, I mean, and, and selfishly stating, shots out to the DJs as well for, save, for saving lives, too. <laughs> Shout out, hey, y'all DJs, man, when I tell you, number one, hey, hey it's exposed some people. I'm going to keep it clean, but it exposed some people. Because when you got to get online and you got a DJ and ain't nobody in there but you, I mean, bro, yeah. shout out all, oh, man, like tuning in to your cubicle session, man, that you do. I tuned into that a couple times, man, at work. It was cool to see a lot of DJs, you know, continue their craft. It also showed who actually loved the DJ. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Straight up. That's it. Because the attention, ain't nobody to scream from it. So I ain't going to do that. But you can tell the ones that was actually into the craft of it. And actually, hey, man, I'm a DJ even if I'm in here with my phone. And I just give me a couple people to log in and just check me out. I'm going to do it because I love to do it. And that soundtrack of people just being able to log on social media and just hear you all, it brought back a little normalcy to them, you know, to their lives. Because, I mean, all you had to do was turn up Bluetooth, put it in your house. You had a full yeah, session. You had a party. Yeah, you had a party. Take your mind off everything yeah. that was going on. So. And y'all not getting paid either. Y'all doing this literally <laughs> for, for free. free. For the love of the game, For the love man. of it. Because I, I don't. A lot of DJs that I didn't even know about come up during times like this, man. So shout out to y'all DJs, especially you, Al Pete, man. You definitely doing the damn thing. Great, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So uh, last question before we get up out of here. Um, yes, sir. So uh, I, I, what was it like a day or two after we were supposed to walk? I had I had jumped on your Facebook and uh <laughs> and I was like. Uh, we going for grad? We going for for, for the grad action? Uh, has any more thoughts came about? Or what's the plan? What you thinking? What you thinking? Right now, man, you know I'm actually enrolled in school again. I'm already starting another program at FSCK. Oh, I'm going. Good, to the Congratulations, yeah. brother! Hey, man, thank you, man. I'm in summer school right now, man. I'm already in another program. That's why you see me looking up. Because I'm somewhat in class, but I'm in like a small little uh, chat with my uh, with my um, classmates. Mm-hmm. So um, we got homework and everything going on. But I started um, I started to get my uh, to going back for the AS, the Associates in Networking Systems Technology, because networking is a big thing in my field on top of the security. So if you can put yourself in a position to have, you know, the IT security degree, and also, you know, with the information technology management bachelor's and then you put this to it, it makes you a lot more marketable. And, you know, I kind of, are, you know, being blessed to pull in that 4.0 GPA in them last few semesters, it put me in a position to get some free school. So I was just like, hey, you know what? Go I'm going to go ahead and go with this because I was halfway there to it anyway with the classes that I took yeah. that kind of already lined up with it. So mm-hmm. I'm in this program right now, man. So after this, man. I mean, I'm going to get a couple more certifications, man. And, you know, you never know, man. I might even end up going back for the Masters, man, in a few years, man. So okay. what's your plans, man? Man, uh, I, I applied for a couple of uh, – at, at a couple of schools. Um, I'm, a, I'm, I'm being quiet on it right now because I just want to go ahead and let it manifest how it is. But uh, I have yes, been – I have been um, – I have applied. I have applied. Okay. And – um. You know, whenever, whenever, whenever it comes, it comes, man. I mean, and I and I say that very loosely, but you know, mm-hmm. as, as soon as I get that that word, and and God put me in the position to to make the the correct decision for my career and what I what I want to do, then um, then I I'll be doing it. 
but for now, yeah. but for now, you know what I'm saying? Like I secured a little small position, some work or whatever. So, uh, just focus on that, man. And just kind of seeing how things flow. Yes, sir. Okay, man. Well, that's blessings, man. And I'm going to definitely keep you in my prayers, man. Because like I say, man, we done made it this far. Yeah. And you know, and overcame, you know what I'm saying? And had the, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the perseverance to come this far and to go back to finish what we started. So there's no doubt in my mind, man, whatever you have planned is going to manifest itself for a positive thing, bro. Yeah. And, you know, again, like I say, you know, people watching this, man, and I tell people all the time, you just never know who watching you on your social media and just watching your story, yeah. watching what you're doing. And not necessarily, you know, to look in a hate, but it's an inspiration. That's why I always encourage people, man. You know, I'm not trying to say put your business all out there, but hey, them stories of triumph, man, and overcoming, you got to be, you got to post those, man, because you just never know who's going through that same thing. Especially being, I mean, and, and the reference back again, especially being black men. Like being black, yep, I mean, yep. you know, the unfortunates happened with, uh, you know, with the the situation in uh, what is it, Minneapolis or whatnot, like little stuff it's like that. Yeah. yeah, so I'm like, you yeah. know, like we need we need these type of stories and we need more, um, you know, king talk. We need we need people to understand yeah. that you know there are kings that exist and we're we're being careful, but at the same time too, we're making moves accordingly and for our family and for our friends and for our community and. You know, before any you know the situation happened in Minneapolis, like like I hit you up last week and was like, man, I just think it'd be a great idea for us to kind of just get together and talk and really just you know be inspired, you know, because we're you know inspiration to each other. But I want people to look That's at right. this and be like, man, these two kings right here, man, they really they really making things happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, at the same time, man, and I mean, bro, I mean, you know, with the times that we living in, man. I mean, I always encourage people, man, to like, hey, you know, you got to learn to fight with your mind, man, and you got to learn to fight with your heart at the same time. Yeah. And I know that's a vague statement, but I mean, you know, I understand. I understand that statement completely, brother. Yeah, fighting with your mind and your heart, because fighting with ignorance these days, man, I kind of feel we got too many ignorant people in the world already. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We need some people that's going to you know, inspire, especially black men. I mean, man, <laughs> we we definitely, definitely need it, man, for our upcoming generation, man, because, I mean, sometimes, especially having kids, like, I know you have a son as well, man, and it's kind of like, you know, just having kids growing up in this world, man, it could be, it could be kind of scary, you yeah. know what I'm saying, yeah. and setting that right example, you know, not just for your kids, but also other kids around, I mean, you just you just never know these days, man. Yeah, straight up, straight up. Great words, great words. Yep. All right, well, again, thank you so much, my brother Tony. Thank you so so much, hey, man. man. Listen, hey, thank you, bro. Listen, I don't care if it's twenty twenty one. It won't be twenty twenty one. But we no, go, listen. No, we got to no. get a drink, and we got to get it. We got to get a yep. cigar, and we really have to just sit down and just like really let let the the accomplishments that we had like soak over us. You know what I'm saying? Man, all just aside, because hey, man, it's I still it still hasn't set in for me yet. I mean, yeah. I, I guess when I get that, when the degree come in the mail, I think they mail them out or something like that. I was wondering how they're gonna give them to them. when they come in the mail. I mean, I think that's probably when it's probably gonna hit. But I mean, bro, it's it's definitely it's it's definitely a beautiful thing, man. And we definitely got to get together and do. We still gonna celebrate and and do an actual party together. We gonna oh, we gonna do, do this. I, I don't care if it's November, December, we are going to do it, man. 
I could do the prescription, we're gonna have hand sanitizer at the door. <laughs> I can get the mask for some people. Yeah. And I'm even complimenting the Lysol, man. Whatever we gotta do, we're gonna have a celebration, man. That's another thing, too. As black men, we have to kind of learn more. We have to learn to celebrate each other, man. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, you, right how, you know what I'm saying? I mean, celebrate each other, man. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. That's why I've been going on random posts. I don't care if the, the damn child graduating kindergarten. I've been going to congratulate, you know, sending the love, man. I mean, we definitely going to do something, bro. Yeah, Most definitely. Definitely. All right, so before yeah. we go, uh, let me let me get you. Uh, well, tell them where they can find you at. Where they, if they can follow you. Oh, man. Hey, man. Of course, on Instagram, man, Tony Maserati. You know what I'm saying? With two eyes. Barely on Twitter. Same name, Tony Maserati with two eyes, man. And on Facebook, it's Tony Maserati Washington. Definitely, man, shoot me a follow. You know what I'm saying? I post a lot of promotions sometimes. Lately, it's been inspirational stuff. Yeah. Funny stuff. I can't lie to you, man. That's cancers. We have our pesticides. You know, me and you both witnessed that. Yes, sir. Listen, that that petty, that petty, petty Pete. I leave it on Fridays. I, I try not to bring it out throughout the week. That Friday, petty Pete is in action. <laughs> hey, man, like I told you before, man, you my damn hero, bro. <laughs> and likewise, brother. And listen, thank you so much, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be an inspiration to you and. You're definitely an inspiration to me, especially. I mean, just the talking just gave me more inspiration, man. But I know both of us will keep up with it and, and keep inspiring each other, and we're going to make it work, brother. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. We're going to make it do what it do, man, and we're going to keep pushing. And like I say, you know, Jacksonville, Jacksonville has this growth, man, but like I tell everybody, in the city of Jacksonville, it starts with the people, man, and, you know, people like yourself and I, you know, we're going to keep doing our thing, man, and, you know, like I say, in about 20, 40, 50 years, we're going to look back, we're going to be like, boy, we remember when Jacksonville didn't have this, and hey, <laughs> yep. we're tired. Baby, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Cool. Well, all right, man. Well, um, hold on tight. Let me let me close this out real quick. Yes, sir. All right, my peoples. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Hope y'all enjoyed this interview with uh, Tony Maserati. Make sure you follow him Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you follow me. Uh, go to mpn-llc.com, mrapp.com. All that good stuff, man. But thank y'all so so much for tuning in to this. This will be on audio as well, so I'll have the links um, for coming like within 24, 48 hours or whatnot, and it'll be a video that people can play back. So, but thank y'all so much. Keep tuned in. Be blessed. Stay safe. To the top. We out of here. Mr. Peterson's Neighborhood Clear Visions was thought of, produced, engineered, and recorded by me, Mr. Al Peter, MPN Studios. The intro and outro music was produced by myself as well. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast that is available on all podcast platforms. Thank you to everyone who supports me. It's greatly appreciated. To the top, everyone.